Welcome to Dixon Jane's number 846, starting off here on uh, Sunday, May 30th, end of the month, it's about 7.15pm, haven't had supper, no cool, asked me if I'd call uh, Ding Ho, and I said yeah. No, I don't think I said yeah. I said okay. And uh, I'm clearly in a sour mood. And it's all my own doing. It's, uh, well, it's got everything to do with cleaning out the garage. Nalco is a person who just gets things done. And I married... Um, you know, sometimes I, I talk about future Ken looking back on old Ken. Save those letters, I'll need them someday. And I think present Ken knew I would need somebody who who could make up for some of my defects and shortcomings uh, and wasn't just too much like me. So it's Sunday. She's got tomorrow off. She said, uh, you know, early in the day she starts outlining her plan. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And uh, the day goes on and sometimes different things come up. But next thing she's mowing the lawn and she's got the garage. And it's time to clean out the garage. And I'm thinking, well, you, you, whoa, whoa, and right away stress levels just rise to the top. You can't do that without me. And we've got shelving that I built when we first moved in here. And I was quite proud of it. Wooden shelving, you know, and stores a lot. I think I uh, probably looked up some instructions. Anyway, they've been, they've served a purpose. But they make the garage quite narrow, and it was narrow to start with. So we can only squeeze in my little Toyota. The Mazda would be very, be pretty, almost impossible to get in and out. Uh, unless you took away, you know, those side shelves. Well, you can can't there's so much stuff on them it's all camping gear like it's at least two tents stuff that i don't need now that i'm i'm sitting in the rv but you can't just throw it throw out a tent and and yeah the bother of selling and stuff oh my god so there's a back shelf where we store the winter tires and the summer tires depending on the season and there's a set of drums I've had since I was 16. Okay, so 16, now I'm 73. You do the math. Probably not much good to anybody, but um, I just couldn't throw out a set of drums. So th- that sort of took up some of the shelf space. But anyway, she gets in there and she says, I need the saw. And we've got a saw. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. You're You're too fast. You just... Well, she's been trimming trees and cut off a lot of branches, and now she's got to cut those branches up. So I get my son out. And so meanwhile, things are moved, shifted, bored, stuff. 
The shelves are exposed. The hidden shelves are exposed in the back of boxes and stuff. That it's time. And I'm arguing, well, no, not not now. And she's, you keep saying not now. I'm healthy now. I'll do it, meaning herself. And I'm saying, no, you can't. I have to decide that. So anyway, I mean, to, to cut to the quick, everything she did was right. I ended up taking over and she ended up using the power saw, which scared the hell out of me, to cut up all these branches she had cut down uh, after my son giving her a couple of quick lessons. And I'm in the back starting to open up boxes. Well, here's the good news. I found some Christmas bells we used to hang up, and they're nice. And if I had said, do you want these, she would have said no, so I'm just going to hide those in the basement. Uh, Some Christmas lights that I might be able to plug in and use in the road trek. Um, those are back in another box. And then two leather cushions I bought in Nigeria. The things that you, you stuff full of newspaper or whatever, straw, and they're footstools. But they're beautifully made, you know, hand-stitched leather with patterns and so on that I had, I gave away to every, to lots of people when I came here. They're still in use at my cousin's place. Um... But I, I thought, hey, I guess I don't have. I guess I gave them all away. Well, to find two of them was wonderful. I didn't dare show that to my wife either, because I'm going to want those for the basement. I'm going to have to find stuffing for them. So it's you know some stuff is going to come. Oh, great! It's off the shelf, but it's coming into the house. Well, the hard part was boxes of all my old teaching materials. Some of them I have upstairs in a closet. I have more and more and more. And maybe today, now that I started throwing things away, maybe it'll be easier. But it was so hard. Like you you pick up, here's a paper. Oh, Janice Yaldin. Yeah, my first course at Carleton University, 1983. You know, A on the paper. (coughs) Should I save that? No, of course you can't save that. So I wheel the recycle bin into the garage and I start tossing so much I mean all my old teaching material when I was doing adult literacy you know books that are they're out of date some of them are good some of them if I was teaching I'd use them but am I going to be teaching? No do I need these now? Do, is this a burden I want to leave for my wife and son to look after? No, that was the whole point of doing this today. So I threw out so much stuff, and it, it's just it's just hard. And I think, well, certainly there's a difference between Japanese and North Americans. North Americans, we have a space, we keep things. We have garages and basements. You don't have that in Japan. You get something new comes in, you get rid of something old. And then there's a male-female difference. I, I think it's equivalent to dogs pissing on hydrants. You know, hey, this this paper, this marked my territory. This was me in Janice Yolen's class. I got an A. I need that. No, I don't need it. It got thrown out. You wouldn't believe how much got thrown out. Now, one box was full of photographs, just loose prints. And I thought, geez, I don't recognize these people. Ah, okay, that's my son's. Then there's a box of 45s. Some great 45s in there. Um, 
This is the nephew who's not talking to me for his reasons, not mine. So I was able to empty the cardboard box, put it in one of these plastic boxes. And as I'm not welcome at his home, I'm going to just drop it in his driveway and maybe ring the bell or something and run or maybe paste a note. Uh, he lived with us for a year when before going to Mongolia. So that's good. I mean, and, and this is why my wife couldn't make the decision. I can't. Okay, good. Here's a box for Jeff. I'm going to drop it off. So that's in the back. I found a, a box of 24 Labatt's, empty Labatt's from 1992, commemorative edition. All the bottle caps were, were hockey teams and the label, you know. That's going to go to the beer store tomorrow, whatever. And just take the money. I don't need these bottles. So stuff happens. Stuff was done. Now, the job's only half done. I mean, I, that board went back up hiding it. There's things I'm going to have to smuggle into the house when she's not looking. She's off tomorrow. I can't do it then. I promised I would get back to it, and I will continue the job. And I do understand. I mean, she's right. It's not me arguing, oh, my poor me. It's it's just hard to do. And I think that's why I married somebody who was capable of doing things. So, you know... Things got done today, but I just, I just said, I just need some time to, I don't know, I said, where are you going? I said, into the road truck. I just need some time, quiet time alone. Well, <laughs> I guess I lied. I'm talking to you. Um, people who, you know, maybe you'll understand. I mean, I would hope most of you should be on the side of my wife. Good. She got that fucker moving. <coughs> it was needed. So... That's done, and it's progress. I don't feel bad now. I'm tired, you know. It's hard when you don't have balance standing up, shifting boxes. But it had to be done. We got a good start. It's it's never going to be easy. A week ago, I got something in my mailbox saying, there was a neighborhood association. Uh, I think it's called, I don't know, Our Home, or I can't remember what it's called. Um, and... It's for, it's for the, if you're a member of the neighborhood, you know, you can sign up and people post notices and sell things or whatever. Next door, it's called next door. And I imagine it's maybe North American wide. It seemed a good idea. So I signed up When you get notices, somebody lost their parakeet or a talking minor bird or something. If you see it, here's my number. Uh, somebody else needed some help moving some boxes and some port and somebody answered how much, you know, and I thought that was pretty rude. But it's it's a useful thing. And so I think, well, gee, I, I signed up. And I thought, well, why not? You know, I didn't give away much information. And, and this, that, they give maps of your neighborhood. And anybody who's in this next door, it's smart. But it doesn't say who's living there. They will know. The admin will know. But it doesn't say um, emergency alert. What's that for? Oh, well, this is the our gray African parrot, age about 10 years, has flown away from home and did not return since 26th of May. So, poor people. Fox are coyote, oh, on uh, Brian Morton Drive. Well, that's a big difference. And foxes, I don't worry about coyotes. Please advise your loved ones and bring your pets in! Exclamation, exclamation. Um, and people saying, yeah, don't, don't let your cats out. Well, you know, hey, my cat needs out. Anyway, okay, so, all right, I know that seems like a sidetrack. It's not. It's just that, okay, a set of drums, come and get them. 
you know? And and I'm I'm not I don't want to do this stuff for money. I, I'd hope that somebody who would I was hoping I could give them to the boys and girls club, but I, I mean probably nobody would want these damn things. Probably nobody will want these. But I'm not just going to put it by the curb. So, I mean, but I want to get rid of it, but it's not for the money. And then what was something else to get rid of if people want? And there's just the stuff that's sort of all the in-between stuff. Oh, well, here's stuff for cleaning your tires. Well, I'm never going to clean my tires. I don't care. But it's unopened. Do I just throw that in the garbage? Gee, what about if if some one of you guys was around? Hey, would you like this? Here. <sighs> Doug. Do you need anything to clean your tires? You don't have a mini anymore. Probably not, eh? <laughs> so, anyway, I just needed to vent a little. Needed to get some of that out of me. Needed to relax. Now i got to go in and, and be And I did tell my wife. I mean, I told her straight. Look, it's just, it's hard for me. But you're right. I know. I understand. You know, it wasn't, there are no hard feelings. I'm not angry. I'm, you know, being forced to do something I don't want to do. Well, yeah, I don't want to do it, but I know I have to do it. And, I, and I've got, by God, I think what was hardest was there's so much teaching material. And then stuff from Cuso and and I realized, okay, what's really important? The letters, the letters, the letters, the letters, the letters are important. The books, no, it doesn't matter. The teaching material. But part of it also was it was a you know I mean let's be honest here part of it when I when I'm throwing away teaching stuff I'm realizing you're not going to teach again as much as I'd like to as much as I'd like to work with handicapped people or people who are illiterate people illiterates or people you know just people who could benefit from my tutoring my help my kindness yeah I'd like to I'd like to help again but yeah I don't really need these materials but I guess, yeah, part of it is just accepting, hey, you're old. You don't have any use for that anymore. Your teaching days are done. And I guess that's part of it, you know? All right. That's all. I just needed to vent, vent, whatever, share, unload. You know, the things we do on the Dixon Janes podcast. Scarborough Dude, your friend and mine, <laughs> signing off. Time for Ding Ho. Bye-bye. Check, check. Sitting outside, a pizza pizza. I know, it's not everybody's first choice. It's convenient, it's close, it's reasonably priced. We get an extra large pizza with three toppings and three cold drinks, which we don't need, but we get anyway for, uh, comes to $20.00. And that's with a dipping sauce. So, I mean, that's taste care supper. I mean, I... now go ahead, plans, and then got busy on the gardening. <clears throat> I was tired. I mean, she was out in the back. She was in the front. There are bags full of clippings and weeds and things. I mean, she's just done a ton of work. And, of course, she was tired. Digging. There's a shovel out there. There's twine, just, you know, work all day on her day off. And um, I was tired from yesterday's first 
venture into the garage to get rid of things. So didn't do much today. I did poke around, and it was just, it was, I mean, it could be, it could be funny from a certain perspective. If it had been a cartoon, maybe. She's there, you know, with her hat on and her gloves and, you know, spade and spatula. Well, not a spatula, you know, little things. Trowel. <laughs> I Anyway, working away. And I'm finding, God dang, here's the camping shelf, which I'm going to have to get rid of entirely. And we've got two tents, and I find not one, not two, but three camping chairs. And I've already got two in the road trek. You know, they fold up, you know, you just, and they, they fit into a big sleeve. And so I'm trying them out. I'm thinking, hmm, what do I do with these? I'm not, they're just, they've gone back on the shelf. Like, nothing's going to happen. All I know is I want to keep these. But I take each one out, open it up in the driveway, you know, 10 feet from where Nalco's working, and sit in it. Hmm, this one's not. Too bad, yeah, it's solid. It's on a camping trip, perfectly fine, you know. And you're not looking for perfection on a camping trip. And then I find a great big one. Oh, my God, this is a, a Coleman model. When the hell did we get that? And why? Coleman, boy, big size, you know. Try that out. Mmm, this is comfy. And it was in the sun, and I wanted to just sit there. And the optics would have been so bad. I'm sitting on a camping, fold-out camping chair in the driveway while my Naoko is working away on weeds and plants and everything else. So, shove that back in. But that's what I wanted to do. And, anyway, I knew better. So, they're all back on the shelf. So, I mean, there was absolutely no progress. We've got things in the garage. And you look at something, and there's a little bit left of a dark furniture stain container. Well, you wouldn't want to have to buy it again. You're probably never going to use it. But yeah, it's kind of stupid to throw it out. Well, we'll just put it behind the insect spray or something. We'll just save it. You know, this is the thing that you just can't do is get rid of stuff. It's just impossible. It's so hard. But meanwhile, I've got two Coleman stoves. Like one of them newer. These are the pump action kind. They work perfectly. They're just great for camping. And well, of course, you're never going to throw it out. You think. Could you sell it? I mean, it'd be a deal at twenty bucks. I know, but you know, who's going to buy it? And and uh, you know, and and to deal with people to sell the damn thing, and then two tents. I, and I wish I had like a, a friend close by who was just getting into camping, or a family who could use this. And I know, I know there are places. I know I can hear Doug shouting or somebody saying, "Oh." Take them to Goodwill or something. Well, you can't put in a tent to Goodwill because they don't know. If, I mean, you can just be bringing crap there. You, you've got to... All the poles and everything are there, the flies. I mean, these are perfectly good things, but you want to be able to give a little bit of instructions maybe. So, anyway, it just left me feeling rattled. Anyway, then I said, can we just do pizza or something? I know she had plans for something, and then I, I, she was just exhausted by then. So... I go back in and I get on to Pizza Pizza and I'm like, all right, this one I'll order in advance instead of just driving there waiting 20 minutes. So I did that. And then went out to see, you know, okay, I got to go, I got to get the car. And then I look and she's washing the car. Oh my God. And so, all right, I got to get out in the car. And then she's vacuuming the 
carpet in the front hallway because she's come in with little, you know, mud on her shoes. So, anyway, it's not a complaint. It's just an observation. But, of course, the poor lady's tired. But <laughs> I find it tiring, too. You know, she, she could just have a day off. Just lie down and read and watch your Japanese videos. I mean, she does that, too, but... Anyway, no, I'm not feeling so grumpy, and, and I did the right thing. Just Yeah, yeah, never, never mind. I'll just order a pizza. That'll be done. Fine. It's a hockey game tonight. Game 7, Montreal, uh, Toronto, so i got to watch that. So uh, anyway, 6.34. They said it'd be ready, 6.36, so I'm going to go in and uh, pay for it. Scarborough Dude signing off from outside Pizza Pizza here in Scarborough, right on uh, Lawrence and Markham Road. Bye for now. Bing, bing, bing. Get it. Hang on, one more. I'm in the garage. And uh, those are the sounds of things I've got to get rid of. Um, One of them is a bass drum. And I've seen better days. It's an Olympic. I got it in probably 1965, maybe. And I don't know why. I just I couldn't throw it away. I should have given it to somebody else 30 years ago. Um, It's seen better days. But what I did find was the Ludwig Speed King pedal, which was my uh, prized possession. I upgraded from the Olympic bass drum um, kicker and got this one. And it's, it's nice. And I imagine it's got a little bit of value. I mean, these things are really well made it still works patented ludwig chicago twin spring um uh i don't know what to do i think i'm gonna put it up for sale i guess the drums i don't know leave them by the roadside i i thought i had a snare and a floor tom but i guess those did go out to somebody some of my um kids friends maybe were putting a band together or something so those are gone those are the ones that would have made this worthwhile, you know, asking 50 bucks for and then, or best offer. Um, but now with just the, the bass drum and a side tom, which doesn't probably have all the mounting gear. Uh, this is part of the process of cleaning out the garage. I, I promised I'd get at it. And I am now, we have made huge progress. Um, I found two huge boxes I just could not identify at the top and then saw, ooh, this is darkroom equipment, like my father's old enlarger that I would have used, you know, the tanks for developing film, the various measuring items, and what the hell? I mean, I'm not going to be developing negatives anymore. Uh, those days are gone. I, I've done it, you know. It's a, another rite of passage. Um, so contacted my good friend John and said, hmm, I got two boxes. Any suggestions? John said, well, I could put them up for sale and then any proceeds towards a charity. And I said, oh, my God. Thank you, John. So they're huge boxes. I guess they'll fit in the back of the Toyota, I hope. 
Um, and I'll kind of get them to John and see if, uh, you know, he'll go through and I'll just, just throw out anything you don't think is any use. But, uh, yeah, that would be, that would be a big help. Yeah, they should, I should be able to get them in somehow. So, I mean, that would be progress. Then I've found another very long, very heavy thing, and it's a stand with metal and cloth that you used to set up. We did when we lived here in the in the living room in the main bay window for Boys' Day. There's lots of traditional Japanese decorations, and this was one. It, it's obviously come from Japan. <laughs> it's all in Japanese. Um, and I'm going to have to let my wife decide. Okay. You know, it, it seems they're almost like sacred objects. Well, they're not. I mean, it's a manufactured for display for in your house, but no, nothing sacred about it. I take that back. I don't mean that, but it just, you know, it, it just doesn't seem right to throw it in the garbage, but that's probably what's going to have to happen. And the goal is, I should paste a picture to get all the camping gear off a side shelf onto the back shelf, which also stores our winter tires, you know, eight tires. Um, and then it would only be the back shelf in the back of the garage and then dismantle the shelves I so proudly built, you know, 25 or more years ago. Uh, because they just, it makes it awkward. Once you park a car in here, it's very hard to get at the, the hose at the back wall or anything else, you know, get in and out snowblowers and uh, lawnmowers and stuff. So that would delight my wife no end. Then there's a matter of an awful lot of paint cans. But the camping gear most of all. Anyway, it's been a funny day. Um, I made lots of notes. I made lots of notes for things to talk about, things that were Disturbing. Uh, notes about George Orwell and double speak and, and cancel culture and um, what else and beside beside cancel culture. Uh, well, here I'll read up and go for the notes. Hey, 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 hey! Four, four, eight, six, buddy. Where are you? They're not synced. Oh my God. All right. Well, that saves you. Um, but because there are issues in the news today that that are disturbing, I mean, that's what goes in the news, disturbing stories. And it moves on, and then suddenly everybody on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram puts up the appropriate notices to say, oh, I'm on this, I'm on the right side. Look at me. Look what I've put up. I've posted this. You know where I stand. You better be there, too. And I know that sounds, um, you know, maybe I'm pushing it with that, but there is very much that sense of if you don't have a sign, let's say it started with Black Lives Matter, and uh, somebody would dare to put All Lives Matter, and oh my God, you're on that team. No, 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 it's Black Lives Matter. This is our turn now. And uh, of course now it's All Lives, All Children's Lives Matter. Is that the one? No, Every Child Matters. Sorry, that's what you have to have now. So if you don't have that, you better uh, log on, find the appropriate logo, and paste that. Every Child Matters. 
Um, and forgive me, this is probably going to piss some people off. Well, maybe, maybe not. I guess the way I got pissed off when I read, for anyone who argues against tearing down statues and renaming buildings that honor that honor the architects of residential schools because we need to remember our history, fuck off. So maybe the key there is because we need to remember our history. Yeah, there's better ways to remember our history. Maybe some of these statues would be fine in a museum somewhere with plaques and things, the way they did in the um, uh, Museum for Human Rights in Winnipeg when, uh, who was it, On Song, you know, the the woman, the leader of uh, uh, formerly Burma. My God, I'm sorry. Yes, I don't have facts and at my fingertips. Uh, you know who I mean, though. And suddenly she was a hero, you know, international, honor Canadian citizen. And then it turned out, wait, she didn't do enough to stop the army from hurting the uh, um, the Muslim community in the town. I forget their name, too. You know it. You can just fill in the blanks. And uh, so she was cancelled in a way, except they couldn't take everything down. So they just put a note beside it. I think they blacked out her picture. That was it. And so, you know, we can do the same here. Ryerson, of course, is smeared with paint because he's one of the architects. So we've got to change the whole name. We can't call it Ryerson now. I don't want to go to Ryerson. That's a bad name. Um, and McDonald, of course. So, you know, the, but it's just, I guess what I'm getting at is there's, there's not room for discussion here. You're clear to hear that. Fuck off, you know, if you want to try and defend these people. And... All of this is, comes from the discovery of 215 graves of native children, which is a horrific thing. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Something awful happened in these residential schools many years ago, and uh, they need to be brought to light. And more investigations, and you cannot tell me that they cannot find out who was at those schools and, and lists of names of uh, teachers, nuns, you know, Catholic priests... Um, things that might have been conveniently buried away, but uh, that information would be available and, and hold some people to account. I guess that's what we're doing. I mean, of course, these people are probably, most of them, long dead now, as are the children and only a few survivors. So it's a horrific story. There's no discussion of that. I guess what I'm getting at is just suddenly you look up and everybody's got this absolutely beautiful logo. It's really nice to look at that says Every Child Matters. And, um, you know, that's the team you have to get on. And, and yes, yes, for sure. Now, I'll skip the cancel culture and uh, free speech and uh, what's it, the, the um, consequence culture. Yeah, that's a good one. I might get back to this stuff later, but I've got to get, I've got to get back on what's going on in my world. And that means cleaning the garage. Um. I read a story today um, that didn't make top news story, but it caught my attention. It always does. Anything to do with Mexico and the cartels, I always find very, very disturbing. And it's the story of the Mexicans, um, these gangs saying, all right, for everybody in our gang that you arrest, we're going to kill two of your police. And so they captured some policemen and they tortured them. And I don't, we don't, they didn't post details. We don't need to, but we know how horrible, how, how it just, it just, you go to the darkest place you can imagine. And that's maybe where they were at. 
until they gave the names and addresses of people in all these special police forces out to get the cartels. And from there, they could go into the homes and either murder the policeman in front of his family, or maybe worse, maybe in one case, take the wife off, torture and murder her. Um, Just creating a climate of absolute terror and fear. This is happening now. This is this is current news, um, and that isn't to say that anything happened in the past isn't wrong and needs investigation. But it's a question of what's the flavor of the month, and we know. And of course, yesterday, of course, in in the states, it was a hundred years ago the Tulsa massacre of. Uh, the Black Wall Street, the whole town being basically set afire and people murdered, the whites storming into this uh, successful um, black community because somebody had maybe done something and that was misinterpreted and the, the, the word went out to get the N-word, plural, and uh, they did. It was 100 years ago and so that's being commemorated. It's another act of horror that... Uh, you know, I don't know if there's a logo for that one or not to put on your Facebook page to show that you're on, you're you're with it. I, I just find <laughs> these things, you know. Okay, good for you. You've put that up. Yeah, you care. How much do you fucking care? Well, maybe some of you care more than others. Uh, but. It is kind of a, a tokenism. It, it would it would appear. I'm not singling anybody in particular out. I'm just saying you probably won't find that on my page right now. You know, maybe, maybe there'll be one that'll be wow. Here, oh yeah, now that one, that one I can really get behind. And it isn't that. I don't care. I just I don't know what to do about it. It's just been dumped on my plate. Here, oh here's the news. Here's the story. Here's what you have to feel bad about. Oh. Okay, what do I do with the other things? What do I do with the the image I still have of the uh, policeman being tortured by gangs in the drug trade? Why why aren't we fixing that? Oh, that was the war on drugs. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. How do how do we fix that? How do we take the power away from people who are evil and people who do horrible things? How how do we change any of this? How do we fix it? How do we make it? I, I think my sister sent me a post today. Was it 60 years ago? I don't know what the date was of uh, John and Yoko at the um, <sighs> Loving in Montreal. And, of course, some people laughed. Say, ha, how could you dare bring that up when 215 children, innocent people, were taken from their homes and murdered, killed, died at the hands of these cruel people? And you want to talk about John and Yoko having a loving for peace? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I won't. Uh, I'll just kind of park that. I guess I've I've had my say. I'm looking. I'm depressed, of course. Looking into the garage and how do I move these? I can't even lift those fucking boxes off the top shelf. I don't know what to do about the camping gear. What do you do with two Coleman Coleman stoves? I mean, they they work. One of them's got history. One even has a box. You can't throw that shit out. Well, I'll put it in the back shelf and uh, tell my wife. If I can just get rid of one shelf, one entire shelf, then my wife would see progress has been made. 
and uh, we'd be that would be ahead of the game. That that would be a huge help. So that's what I'm going to work on. So I'm going to end this now. Uh, with apologies if anybody feels I should have given one for uh, not being on the right page, the right team, flashing the right signals. Scarborough dude signing out on this, uh, what is it, Tuesday, June 1st afternoon. Bye for now. No, hang on. Yeah, I am just so sad, and I, I, you know, it sounds so pathetic and so silly. Hey, what do you got to be sad about? And it's a, it's a silly one. It's like, it's just like ordering from the comic books when I was a little kid. You right away you send in a might and it was under two dollars anyway, and you got this pack. Of soldiers and tanks and, you know, guns, all kinds of things that are going to come. And you're pitching them as, like, the the ones you normally play with, about two inches high, and they're 3D, made out of rubber, you know, and you're, wow. And it comes in the mail, and they're plastic, and they're maybe less than an inch high, or maybe about that, and they're just flat, you know, with a flat pedestal will stand up. But they just it's just crap and you just oh and it's your first experience of the power of advertising you know the back of comic books you know it's like the 3d glasses that don't work i never ordered those of course but anyway online if you follow this two months ago i guess i ordered a um, a digitizer from a chinese company and, and i was a little suspicious at the time i even wrote to john meadows you know what do you think he said, well, you know, it depends, you know, you just have to see. And I noticed there's a couple of companies advertising the same thing, and you didn't quite know who you were dealing with, and it wasn't going to come through Amazon. And then it didn't come, and I wrote, and I'd get an answer back, really polite, but they didn't understand English, show us the damaged product. Now, there was no damaged product. And then it was like it was just selling for time, you know. So, I get a tracking number, and finally, after a month, Canada Post gets it, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it eventually uh, comes into my hands, and, and like it's promised Monday, and eventually today's Wednesday, it arrived today, and I've been, oh yeah, and here it is from that same place in Shenyang, Shenyang, China, gives a phone number. And it's written, Household Furnish, Furnishings, $15 Canadian. Well, no, it was a digital converter, you know, $35, $40. It's light as a feather. It's flat. Like, it's nothing. It's just, it just fucking bothers me so much. Okay. My fault. I got sucked in, but, you know, they took my money right away. The fact that they even responded... And I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm dealing with somebody here. And and they, they did a good job of the replying back. And so what do you do? Like, okay, I gotta, I'm going to have to contact, see if I can get back to, uh, you know, what is it, the, the money place where I keep my money and 
See, this is fraud. Give me money back. I can't even open it up. But it's it just, oh, Jesus Christ, eh? Fuck, man. And I've been getting calls, like unbelievable number of calls every day for getting yourself a debt-free America or something. can't remember who, a woman's name, a tape recording. You know, if you're interested, press 1. And it's a different phone number every time. And sometimes they were Florida, now it's 647, which is our local Toronto area. And then just today on um, Rogers, they came up with a thing, silence unwanted phone calls, send it direct to reply. So I guess they're getting a lot of complaints. I, they must have because this appeared out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, just push this button. And any number that's not in your contacts will go to automatic voicemail. And, of course, I've had a couple of those. But, I mean, they don't normally they don't bother with voicemail. They want somebody to pick up an answer. Ah, uh, it just... You know, yeah, everything else about your world is fine, you know. So you got ripped off, your own fault, you know. But Jesus Christ. I can't even open it. I don't have a thing to open it with. A sealed package. But, like, it's it's it can't be more than a fucking ounce. But Jesus Christ, like, you know, why? Yeah, why? Because people like me give you money. That's why. It's like... What is it? It's like a stick or something flat. I was hoping I'd open it for you on this show. Hang on, I'll see if I can. I want to... No, it needs scissors, it needs a knife, and I can't believe I have a car without a fucking knife in it. So, uh, that's all. Just fucking disappointment. I'm here, I'm parked under a tree. It's really funny. It's not many trees in a parking lot, but here's one tree. They've planted a few between uh, the beer store parking lot and Canadian Tire. It's just a divider in the middle, and they've planted a tree. So I'm actually in a little oasis of shade. I took back the 24 Labatt's beer bottles that... uh, uh, that I had been sitting in my garage for 10 years or more. Well, since 2002. Longer, yeah. Saved one for the bar. Peeled two labels for uh, Barnacle Bill and uh, The Boy in Australia. And so one more job done. My entire shelf cleaned off in the garage. My body really hurts. Like I'm just not used to doing this kind of work. Shifting things, moving, lifting, putting down, you know. Uh, and continually moving things around the garage to get at things. But it's a decent job. The shelf is empty, all completely empty, and I got rid of a lot of stuff. I put my drums out. This was crazy. I had a bass drum and a tom-tom, and I put them on the sidewalk, and within an hour they were gone. I wish I had seen who picked them up. But there's people, there's a lot of young people in the neighborhood. I think there's sort of a, a group home. And people walk up and down this street all the time. Uh, and there was a free bass drum. You know, both skins are good. I mean, I, w- I could have gotten money for it. But it just, you know, it wasn't a, ni- a nice enough thing to sell. These are my original Olympic drums. This wasn't just a beginner set. These were Olympic. They were a decent brand. Ringo started with Olympic. <laughs> and the floor tom. And I'm not a, no, the floor tom I'd given out already to somebody never came back. And a, and a snare drum went out and never came back. And a hi-hat went out and never came back. But that's okay. They went to, I think, some of my, one of my son's friends. But, uh, yeah, the tom, the little side tom and the uh, bass drum went. Now, I did save, fortunately, the... Um, 
I mentioned, I guess, yesterday the uh, Ludwig bass drum pedal, and uh, it's good and it's in perfect working order. You know, it's amazing. And uh, so that I will sell and uh, recoup some of the loss. So, <sighs> one thing, my father had a slide viewer, and it's like a big flat tray, and you put all your negatives or your slides on it, and there's a light behind it, and you plug it in, and you can see your slides, you know, and against this white background. And I had just thrown that in with the box I gave John yesterday, and then I dreamt about it last night, and I kind of, I was thinking, it's really, it is kind of funny, you know. I was thinking my father wanted me to have it. I woke up thinking my father would have thought, well, no, you can use that. And so I, te- I woke up early at 6 o'clock and I texted John, John, that thing, you know, the slideshow that even yesterday when I was with John, I said, I wonder if I should take that. John said, go ahead. And I said, oh, nah. And then, of course, when you ever have those doubts, you know, it's always, yeah, take it. So uh, I'll get it back from John another time, but he's going to set that aside for me. And it's kind of fitting in a weird way as if I knew when this package, the reason I wasn't going to get it was because, hey, no, tomorrow I'm going to get a nice slide, digital slide converter from China. Yeah. Well, then I won't need that thing. (laughs) Well, I still need it to digitize the slides, but at least this way I can be able to put down a whole row of slides and decide, okay, which ones do I want to digitize when I get a digitizer? And this isn't it. God damn it, eh? You fuckers. From Yingyao, CL, Bingzhang Road. So there's an address, there's everything. And I know I'll write to them and, and they'll apologize. Oh, sorry, we sent you the wrong item. And it'll drag out for another two months. Um, but I will try, meanwhile, and accuse them of fraud and try and get my money back from uh, the money place. Scarborough dude. Ugh. Jesus, eh? Life is never simple. I mean, it's never that hard. Kids aren't going back to school this year. That That is tough for kids, uh, and parents especially. They just decided, no, no, there's too many variants of a new one going along. And then, of course, right away, Doug Ford, our premier, tries to blame Trudeau. If only it closed the airports. Now anybody can come in. We're getting all these new strains. That's why we can't open the schools. Kind of blame thing, but that's politics. All right. Scarborough dude from the Canadian Tire parking lot. Pissed off at my fucking digit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Okay, okay, we're going to talk over this one. That's uh, Remember a Day. Ah, boy, that was stoner music. Pink Floyd, of course, Oliver's favorite. Um, I'm in the garage and uh, dug the little uh, Bluetooth speaker out of my uh, Toyota, which is now in the driveway. I'm staring right at it. And I am dismantling the shelf. This was a project uh, you've heard about. Uh, my wife said, you know, we got to get rid of stuff. I'll do it. And I'm saying, no, no, I'll do it. And I made remarkable progress. I mentioned the two drums that were picked up very quickly. 
drum pedal will sell. John is auctioning off photo equipment. Um, gosh, you know, stuff is being done. Anyway, I've got everything off the shelf, and now I'm left with this thing I was quite proud of. I'm, I'm not a builder, but I see here the legs for a sawhorse. You buy two by fours, and you get a couple of clips, and you, and you make your own um, sawhorse. You know, for standing things. And it, it f- worked very, very well until I went out and bought a fancy one on the uh, Canadian Tire. Uh, but just, you know, again, it's not letters we're talking about. It's just stuff in the garage that goes back decades. So I've got a claw bar. That's the only tool I needed. It's really, I guess, looks like something that was probably in the back of a car. A pry bar, you know, and a one-pointed end. Be a good weapon. Uh, anyway, I've taken already taken off the uh, plywood shelves, and now I just have to dismantle the frame. I, I, I must have gone, I don't know if I would have gone online. I don't think I even did it those days. No, I guess I studied how my cousin made his, the two-by-fours, and just, god damn, I did a good job. I was very proud of it, and now it's just, uh, what do I do with all this wood? I'm thinking to burn a lot of it. Anyway, listen, back to yesterday's story. Remember the package I got in the mail? And <laughs> it was just so pissed off. You fuckers. You've conned me. Uh, the reason is that it, it was so suspicious was the day I purchased this digitizer, they sent me a tracking number. Well, the tracking number is the same one that's on this package, which delivered... This little piece of fluff. What it was when I opened it was a it was a, a gift, a thank you gift. Here I'll read, but it says, um, "Where are we here?" Just a second. I've got to get my glasses off. Um, Dear sir, madam, thank you for your support and trust in our products. During the transportation of the goods, you will have the priority. To get a random beautiful gift. And I guess that's what this is. Warm tip. Please keep the communication open in the coming week. The goods you purchased will arrive soon and be ready for delivery. Have a nice day. Now what it was, was in two pieces. Just a little soft brush that looks like you could use to brush off a slide. uh, Or a keyboard. Totally useless, like worth, you know, five pennies, pennies, worth pennies. And now this is just a stalling tactic. They've sent me this so that I'm not going to launch a complaint. They've sent something, something else is on the way. Just take more time until it's too late to get their money. It already is too late to get the money back, $44 American. So I filed a, a, a resolution complaint on... Uh, um, PayPal today, and it'll go direct to them, and I know I'll get a letter back. Oh, sir, we're so sorry. It's the product. Please bear with us. You know, COVID travel delays, it's, it's on its way. I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, if it's a con, it's so elaborate that they'd get your money, and why not ask for more money? Why only $44? You know, I guess if there's enough suckers, it adds up, but it, it, it seemed like there was a real product. There were pictures, multiple pictures, multiple companies. I think um, there's an actual Gmail address. And all the mail, they answer things. Things come back. It's called wonder.board at gmail.com. Wonderboard. 
So I'm guessing they are outsourcing to somebody else who has these products and they're waiting to get it. And then, you know, who knows? I may get it yet. But what a ridiculous song and dance. So I I see some humor. and, And my God, in the scale of things that are happening in the world... This is hardly a problem that uh, deserves much uh, gnashing of teeth. And there's been none of that. There's been more laughter than anything. Gave Barnacle Bill a big laugh this morning. But, you know, I mean, I was angry. I thought, come on, why why, don't you, why, why are you doing this? And now I, I'm actually thinking, no, maybe there really is a product. And maybe I will really get it one day. I don't know. What do you think? I, you know, give me some advice. Maybe you're familiar with similar scams, if that's what it is. So, uh, yeah, I'm going back. I've got the pry bar. Body's a little achy from uh, doing all this kind of work. But uh, there's one more chest of drawers. Very well built. Very solid. Seems a shame to throw it out. Uh, but it just takes up too much room. Uh, on the side of the garage. You know, when you drive the car, boy, you got to get it right. And it's only the narrow Toyota Yaris that fits. The Mazda wouldn't. Um, and there's just a ton of stuff. But I'm thinking to put up new boards, hang up the tools. You know, make it actually a proper, decent job. Why not? Uh, anyway. All right. So, anyway, that's just an update. Um, it's Thursday in June, I, I guess there is one more thing. There was a story going around. You would have heard it if you listened to Transpondency. Um, you would have heard somebody reading out this letter. And then a good friend of mine posted a similar letter on uh, Facebook. And it's about this man who swears he wrote to the Queen, signed an oath... When he was a child, he remembers the Queen and Prince Philip coming. Nobody else, no entourage, just the Queen and Prince Philip coming to the school. I believe it was the one in Kamloops. And having a picnic. And they were fed the day before. They were fed well. They were dressed better. Uh, These are the indigenous people who've been taken from their homes and put into these uh, residential schools for shaping into Canadians. And stories of abuse, all of which I'm, would be true and, and horrific when you hear the tales and know probably some of the people involved. Anyway, this particular story, which just made the rounds, uh, the queen was there and they went for a picnic and 10 children went down with them and those 10 children were never seen again. And it sort of suggests, hmm, royalty's involved in this too. And so, of course, you just have to Google Queen, the date, uh, residence, or whatever, you know, a few search items, and you come up with a a debunking, was it a debunking, of uh, saying, hey, the Queen was not in Canada at that time, this has been making the round since this date, uh, and they just, you just click on this for evidence here, 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 and here. So, to this friend's Facebook, I, I politely and diplomatically posted a... Uh, if you're going to put stories like this, as, as horrific as they are, if you're really going to go ahead in this process of truth and reconciliation, we have to be for sure we're dealing with facts, and then just gave the link. And uh, not too long after that, the uh, whole thing was taken down. So I guess that's served. But it's just, it's just one more example of, you know, people will have memories that are... are 
are distorted from the horrific treatment they had. And, and it isn't to say they all cancel out. I'm not saying that at all. Horrific things were done. People were abused. People died. This is not in question. The question is, if you're going to look at these things, you've got to be a little bit objective. You've got to be a little bit... Do it not just purely from an emotional reaction, which is easy, but from, okay, let's find out some facts here, you know. And and let's, you know, Jesus, let's start with the Catholic Church who have admitted none of this and have issued no responses or anything else. So, all right, anyway, I just had to get that out of the way. All right, we'll go back to Arnold Lane and then back to my working with the clawbar. Check, check. The countdown is on. I have three minutes to finish this podcast. I am parked in front of the Popeye's Louisiana Chicken right on uh, Markham Road, actually on Kingston Road for Markham. And uh, I'm going to pick up a special, I think it's five pieces, two fries, two buns or, you know, biscuits for twelve ninety nine. Not a bad deal. Uh, meanwhile, Naoko is making... Um, yakisoba for us, but uh, we figured it'd be a, a two-meal day. This is just a little bit of chicken and the yakisoba. It'd be good. Uh, and no argument there. have been eating out a lot, or t- doing a lot of takeout. I haven't been eating out at all. been doing takeout. Um, anyway, damn it. Come on, the clock's ticking. I just wanted to say, you know the old, tell them what you're going to tell them, then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. Well, I, I, I missed the um, tell them what you're going to tell them part. It just, I just tell you. But now I'm going to tell you what I told you. I told you about this thing that I ordered, this digitizer. My God, what a, this has gone on for months. It was the end of March, I think, I paid for it. So I don't know the end to this story. I don't know if I will actually get one or get a refund or whatever the deal is. I, and part of me wants to believe it's legit. I, there will be a, uh, a thing coming, you know, that's going to digitize slides for me. I don't know. I don't know. Can't tell. You tell me. Uh, all right. And the thing, the other thing is clean up the garage. It was, you know, get in there. Well, my God, today I took that whole frame down by myself, got a claw bar, and just uh, pulled it apart. I was, re- I mean, it was a real day's work, and I feel good about that. My body's tired. It, you know, wow, my God, I haven't used these muscles in a while. But it was good. And I was able, when Naoko came home, was able to show, look, look, look what I did. Look what I did. You know, hey. You know, I'm doing something too. And she was pleased. Of course she was. So uh, that's it. And then the other thing I talked about, of course, was, you know, the the sensitivities. Bad things happen in this world. It's important for Canada, uh, all of North America, Canada in particular, to be open about our history. You know, we are an occupying people. Uh, we took over land that was here, and, and that's the course of history. But there's, you know, there's, there's some things you have to work out and, and solve and come to terms with and be open and honest about. And uh, where there have been real injustices, um, find a solution. Find a way of, of 
dealing, you know, coming to terms with it. Uh, but it's not just about putting stickers up on your Facebook page. Uh, and, you know, of course, you know that. And they're asking for more. And, uh, yeah. So, lots of issues. I wasn't dismissing it. I'm just saying there's a lot of misinformation, too. And that does not help the greater cause. Um, and we've, we're losing the ability to, uh, to talk and... Uh, Anyway, this is John in the background. He made that wonderful closing theme for Dixon Janes. I love it. It's really nice. Thank you, John Meadows. Perfect. Uh, appreciate it. Good guy. He posted a wonderful picture today. But anyway, we were out of time. I'd like to talk about John's photography more, but we're out of time. Sorry. Sorry.